This is episode number six of the inspiring talk with Manoj Srivastav. Welcome, guys, to the inspiring talk. My name is Vijay Gautam. I'm host for this show. Each week, I interview today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you realize your inner potential. thrilled for this episode with Manoj Srivastav. Manoj is author of the best-selling book The Key. He is executive director and national IT head at MTS. Apart from being an award-winning IT leader, he has his expertise in personal finance and wealth creation. Astrology and Pastu Science. He was recognized as a CIO Hall of Fame award 2016. Telecom icon in CIO Power List 2016 he is recipient of CIO 100 awards consecutively from 2013 to 2016 and many other awards to add to his list of achievements his book the key is story of two working professionals who go through certain life situations where they realize that they will immediately need to improve their financial acumen he shares his wealth creating secret in the form of parable in this book i was introduced to manoj through our mutual friend few days back and i am so glad to know him i met him last week and i'm blown away by his patience and kindness i have learned few things about wealth creation and how important is it to get serious about wealth creation early in your career by the way guys my guest for the last episode of the inspiring talk maruti makwana is giving away 10 vip tickets worth 5000 rupees of his well acclaimed power wealth formula seminar where he teaches the system to generate wealth that he has been teaching for years now to help people increase their streams of income he is running these seminars in different cities in next few months and you could be the lucky winner to get this opportunity to learn from the man himself you can participate in this contest by visiting theinspiringtalk.com/contest that is theinspiringtalk.com/contest and remember guys the last date to participate in this contest is 30th September 2017 guys make sure you share this episode with your friends by visiting theinspiringtalk.com/06 that is theinspiringtalk.com/06 and make sure to subscribe and leave a review to the inspiring talk podcast if you are listening from apple podcast or google play music reviews and ratings contribute in the so ranking and are highly appreciated without further ado let me welcome manoj srivastav welcome guys i am super pumped for this one manoj srivastav is here with me hi manoj welcome to the show thank you very much for being on the show Hi Vijay it's a pleasure being here talking to the audience of inspiring talk so manoj before we proceed further would you please give a little bit background on your personal life and your professional life yeah vijay i am basically an electronics and uh, computers engineer after doing my masters after teaching for 9 years in an engineering college i joined corporate world currently i am working as the executive director and national it head for mts and uh, uh, that's the personal that's the professional part of my life on a personal front i like working on 
astrology and vastu quite a lot besides teaching people and uh, one of that initiative of teaching is the book which is a best selling book the key for which we are here to discuss wonderful so before we proceed further to the intended topic of our interview i would like to know a little bit about i'm i'm, I'm just curious to know about how this astrology and vastu thing work can you uh, share a little bit about uh, that part of uh, your talent with my audience yes you see uh, we all all the things we achieve in our life is due to our subconscious mind and our subconscious mind is influenced by a lot of external factors two of them are the environment in which you stay you spend your time and the planets which are there in the uh, universe so both of them affect the subconscious mind astrology and vastu is the study of these effects and correcting them such that our subconscious mind leads us to what we have to achieve in life so it's something like a subconscious mind being influenced by the law of attraction or it is something like law of attraction working in your favor through planets through your space so that is vastu and astrology so does that necessarily mean uh, that when we are having some kind of uh, uh, on vastu science we say that uh, this particular thing should be in this place or this direction uh, how does that affect does that mean that have influence on our mind or our uh, that's affecting th- that in- environment is affecting us on our personal life or let's say on our wealth creation part or on overall well being see there are there are energies present in a particular space and our ancient uh, sages whom i call as scientists they were able to sense these energies and classify them into whether this energy will give you opportunities this energy will give you health this energy will give you associations this energy will give you fame or relationships or gains and so they classified the space into these different energies and you place the related objects to these energies in the right places it has a positive effect on your subconscious mind helps you achieve what you want to achieve in life ah i see so uh, i would have loved exploring that topic but that's not what we are going to talk in detail today so you call yourself an expert in helping people creating wealth and finance why do you think one should even worry about creation of uh, wealth in this uh, consumerism oriented time see i'll, I'll explain this in a little uh, detail see one is the consumerism consumerism which is there which makes us believe that whatever we earn we should spend and the reason we should spend is because we have only got one life and life is to enjoy so that is the part of consumerism but it has a negative side also and the negative side is that this consumerism has to stay with us till we are there on in the on this planet and you cannot have a situation where later on in your life where some life events make you reach a situation where you cannot enjoy life because you do not have money so wealth creation is important number 
Number two, wealth creation is important because all the lifestyle related requirements or needs which we have are increasing in value at the rate of 12% per annum as against 4-5% per annum increase in the inflation which gets reported. Mm -hmm. For example, medical expenses, for example, housing expenses, for example, international travel. They are all increasing at 12%, 13% per annum rate. They are not increasing at 4%, 5%, 6%. Mm-hmm. And even if you put this money in a bank account, for example, you will be getting hardly 5-6% after taxes, even if it is in fixed deposit. Now, if your money is growing at the rate of 6% per annum and what you need to improve your lifestyle is increasing at the rate of rate of 12-13%, you can imagine what will happen over at least in the times when you are no longer earning. Okay, And so, wealth creation is required for all of us. Now, these are two extreme situations. One situation is consumerism, life is to enjoy. Another situation is to create wealth uh, for future needs. Now, I do not say that you have to choose only one of the two. But what I say is you have to create a balance between the two. Hmm. Because if you do not create a balance between the two, you will be in deep trouble. So, that is that is what I mean to say that it is all the more important in consumerism-oriented world to create wealth. So, there, there should be a proper balance between uh, enjoying the wealth that we are creating and saving it for the harder time that we may uh, face or uh, the times that... Uh, we need uh, wealth must. Yes, I agree with you. But uh, see, saving is actually not the appropriate word for it. So what's the difference between saving and wealth creation? Yeah, I'll tell you. See, see, it's differences in the mind. Okay. Uh, if my objective is to protect the money, then saving is the best option. Because I am holding the money. In earlier days, people used to keep a lot of money uh, in their houses. They used to keep it in their tijoris, big tijoris. Uh, well, well uh, made tijoris were there with lot of codes and all. After demonetization, I hope that has gone. Uh, so now no, people do not hold money in homes. So now we, there is one option to hold money and that is in the bank. So you make a fixed deposit, you make. Now what happens in fixed deposit? The money is 100% safe. So if the primary objective is to keep the money safe, then saving is then then saving is what you should do. But then as I told you earlier, 6% year on year growth versus 12% year on year inflation of lifestyle requirements. And this difference is huge. 6% and 12% difference is not just 6%. It is basically 100% difference. Mm-hmm. And so, the whole objective has to shift from saving to wealth creation. In wealth creation, you are not concerned about protecting the money. You are not concerned about holding the money. You are concerned about creating more money out of the money which you have. And that is wealth creation. So, unless you are focused your mind is totally focused 
on creating more wealth out of what you have, that is wealth creation. If your mind is totally focused on holding whatever you have, on protecting whatever you have, on securing whatever you have, then that is saving. So that's the difference. Hmm, I see. So with saying wealth creation, it seems that you are talking about investing. So uh, investing so that you earn more out of money that you have rather than keeping in bank or locking it on your thesauris or uh, things like that. Um, so do you again like you know i'm 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 again coming back to the same thing uh do you really think that it's possible to uh save and be wealthy it is not possible to save and be wealthy but it is possible to invest and be wealthy <laughs> and that is where i am coming that uh, investing and and not just investing actually there is a whole method of investing which has to be followed and that is why i have clarified in the book that there is a difference between investing saving and there is a difference between investing and wealth creation so there are five dimensions of wealth creation which are explained in the book which happens through investing so investing is a tool to create wealth but investing not is not the necessary it is the necessary ingredient of wealth creation but it is not the sufficient ingredient of wealth creation you have to you have to do investing in a proper manner which is what i talk about in the book so what do you think uh, that uh, most people don't understand about money what is that one basic thing if that comes to your mind okay this is one basic or primary thing most of the people don't understand about money and wealth creation See, there are two, three things which they do not understand. Most people do not understand about money. One is the power of power of compounding. Power of compounding, we all understand because we all study power of compounding when we were in standard sixth or seventh in our schools. So we all understand power of compounding. But the power of that power of compounding is something which people do not understand. so that is one thing which we have to understand very well in order to create wealth number 1 and number 2 people do not understand is the discipline which is required to create wealth so it's like a marathon okay so when you are when a marathoner is running a marathon he cannot be looking to the cheerleaders who are there standing cheering them up if he is busy looking at them definitely is not going to win the marathon marathon maybe he will not be able to complete the marathon so wealth creation is something like that it's like a marathon so there is a discipline which is required to create wealth which most people do not understand how can one be financially wise or how can they plan better so that they can uh, enjoy life at the same time and they can create wealth at the same time how can this thing be balanced properly so that uh, there is no uh, that kind of that uh, moment where they feel that they have not created enough wealth for them and at the same time they are also not feeling that they are not enjoying the wealth that they have created i'll tell you see uh, whatever we earn on a monthly basis see i am i am assuming that uh, most of us are having a regular source of income which we earn a particular amount every month out of which there are mandatory expenses 
which are like food, fuel, transportation, communication, EMIs, insurance policies, etc., etc. So there are mandatory expenses. You cannot do anything about it. Then there are discretionary expenses. So how do you discretionary? How do you do discretionary expenses? You do discretionary expenses or expenditure from the disposable income which you have. So disposable income is total income minus the mandatory expenses. So whatever is remains is something which is disposable, which is available to you, which is discretionary. You have to decide what you want to do about it. So if you have a fair division, now that is up to you to decide whether you want to do 50-50 or you want to do 70-30 or you want to do 30-70. So it's up to you to decide what you have to do. But one portion of it has to be to enjoy life. One portion of it has to be to create wealth. It cannot be 100% to enjoy life or 100% to create wealth because that will have its own set of behavioral problems mm-hmm. which uh, or relationship problems which will you will have if you just focus on wealth creation because so 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 that's what i suggest to divide the disposable income in a predecided ratio mm-hmm. that ratio can change every month every year every uh, 3 years every 5 years that you decide depending upon what changes happen in your life but have these two distinct uh, categories in which you divide the disposable income. Can you say that is the step number one for wealth creation that you have a well-defined, uh, pre-defined structure of your total income that you are going to invest that uh, particular amount of money in uh, your expenditures or all your uh, needs throughout the month and remaining portion on making more wealth and creating wealth. So is that the first step? uh, I'll say it is the second step because the first step would be budgeting because most of us do not know how much we spend where. We know, fortunately, we know how much we earn because that gets deposited into the credit section of the bank account, Mm -hmm. but we do not know where we spend, how we spend, especially those which we spend in cash. Mm -hmm. We do not know how we spend, where we spend. So that is... The first step would be budgeting. Second step would be... So budgeting helps us in finding out what is my disposable income. The second step is dividing it into two parts. And the third step would be to understand or I think means these are interchangeable. The third step would be to understand what is what is the dynamics of money or how money can create more money for you. So... Once you understand that actually your ratio of dis- distribution between dispos- disposable income to uh, means between between enjoying life and uh, wealth creation would change drastically because whatever maja you get by spending money, more of that you get, much more of that you get when you create more wealth from the money which you have. Mm-hmm. Imagine somebody who is earning 20 lakhs per annum and he creates 5 lakhs additionally Mm. per annum without earning from his investments. So that 5 lakh earning 5 lakh is so exhilarating that 
you will start focusing on creating 6 lakhs in the next year or 8 lakhs in the next year so that is what happens so uh, this is how it goes but the first thing as you say is being conscious about your expenditure or where the money is going and i i believe uh, that is a really powerful force to see where uh, what are our expenses uh, or exp- spending pattern so when we understand where our money is going and and so that we can take a total control on that and uh, then we can move to second step which is to divide uh and that is also necessary to understand how much uh, is it that i really need and uh, for the basic part or basic expenditure of my uh, monthly basic expenditure if if i don't know where my money is going so uh, if if i say that okay uh, this month i am going to save 50% for my basic need and uh, another 50 for uh, creating wealth but when i go and see and i realize that actually i need 70% money Uh, for my basic needs and for my expenditure and all those expenses and there is only 30% left uh, that i can actually utilize for creation of wealth so i i love that what you just said about uh, being conscious and then you talked about uh, understanding the wealth dynamics how it works yeah within 3 months of budgeting you will come to know exactly where you are making mistakes okay whether your calculation are as the actual expenses are happening as per what you planned or not so you will be able to fine tune this in 3 months time since you are into this finance and you are an it guy and engineer but i'm pretty sure that you have not always been this financial uh, wise so tell us that story when did that hit you and you got into this story of uh, uh, in in this chapter of understanding finance and uh, what was that moment yeah it's actually very interesting and it's very embarrassing uh, so i was a college lecturer assistant professor in an engineering college first class gazetted officer government of india earning as much as what the collectors of uh, those time used to earn and 10 years hence after i started working 10 years later my father at that time parents used to create uh, construct a house at the time of their retirement so my father wanted to construct a house and he had uh, withdrawn the provident fund he was about to retire in about 2 years time at that time so he withdrew whatever he could like 75% i think of the provident fund he withdrew and he said okay i'll create uh, uh, construct a house and there was a short shortfall of about 1 lakh of rupees okay so my mother called me uh, from where they were posted parents were posted and where i was i was in indore at that time so my mother called me and said that uh, this is what the situation is we need one more 1 lakh of rupees uh, to put and buy this land and then we can construct the house so i said but i don't have 1 lakh rupees so they said okay uh, 50000 rupees i said no i don't have 50000 rupees also so my mother said that uh, after 10 years you were not able to so i just kept it did not even uh, think twice what happened this episode about a week later or 15 days later my father came to indore and uh, 
he told me that let's go to your sister's house so my sister and my brother in law we went there my brother in law my sister is younger to me my brother in law is younger to me so he is also uh, he was also a lecturer at that time so and he went inside and brought 50000 rupees and gave to my father so i was thinking that what has happened what has happened i have worked for more number of years than my brother in law i am earning as much as he is earning rather because we were in the same profession so we were earning almost the same but because of the number of years i should be having more money in my bank account i did not have and he had so it was very embarrassing especially and it was very shocking nobody told me anything nobody pointed out this thing nobody said nobody embarrassed me i got embarrassed myself but i was still clueless i was still clueless as to what to do how to do because this topic of finance was something which i never used to understand being an engineer i used to actually fear this topic of finance personal finance etc and i had no education on finance then i joined airtel later on i had a friend called vishal so i told him that boss i do not understand this you are an mba finance you of course are very good at it but i do not understand finance at all so he gave me some basic introduction of the principles of power of compounding or what is called the time value of money so in more technical terms it is called time value of money so he gave me those concepts and then it hit me yeah it's very simple it's actually what we have already learned when we were in 7th uh, class in our schools but never thought how to use it how to apply it in real life so i started working on it uh, entered into stock market later on got sponsored to an mba program learned few subjects on finance and then decided that i should do something about it such that other people who are like me who are afraid of finance who are afraid of personal finance who are clueless as to what to do with their money should also know about it should also understand about it so this idea of writing a book actually came about uh, uh, 13 years back but i did not write the book it was still in my mind that i have to write a book i have to write a book so that people understand what is finance what 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 they should do with their personal wealth creation so then one day i decided in 2013 that i have to write a book unless i write a book and uh, i unless i do some action nothing will happen so i sat through uh, on the in the weekends and uh, every day in the evenings and in about 28 days i finished the oh really that's yeah. so uh, short time to finish a book that means uh, uh, there was uh, you know those things you want they were boiling inside you and you wanted to present it out to the world and you were so uh, passionate about sharing it out to the world yeah, teaching and yeah. teaching uh, the rules of finance that you have understood throughout yeah vijay i wanted to actually i want i knew what i have to write but what i decided before starting writing the book was to write it in the form of a novel and why did you do that why did you switch that from novel to a story uh, form see 
one way is one way is to write it as a self help book okay a textbook type thing uh, but i thought in any case my audience are those who do not understand finance because anybody who has already done uh, work in financial institutes would actually not be interested in uh, because he is already well equipped to handle his finances my audience is those who are in any case afraid of finance and if i give them a textbook of finance they will in any case not read it so it's better to write it as a novel where there are characters readers can identify themselves with the character with what is happening in his life in their life and what he is doing and they can relate well to the characters and understand this topic dreadful topic <laughs> uh, easily so that is why i wrote it as a story for the sake of the audience that they are able to inculcate these principles very easily when they read it as a story rather than when they read it as a textbook so uh when you first realized or that moment in your life when you first realized that uh, uh this is something that i'm really you know this is something i really need to work on i need to understand this topic of finance and you have to create wealth for yourself so when you had that first realization and uh, how long did it took for you to understand these principles and actually execute them and see the results and making you money how long did it took for you see as i told you the realization happened in that story where i told you where i was embarrassed not having 50000 rupees in my bank account mm-hmm. even after working for 10 years as a as a fairly well earning member of the society okay so that was the realization i really got to understand finance in roughly 3 years from then so in 2001 or 2 i started understanding finance by 2004 5 i was in a position to say that yes i have understood finance and i have started implementing it and getting results out of it so you can say it is a it is a 5 to 6 years journey which i went through and then of course the journey continues even now and uh, in the later years of my life the journey continues every day you learn something new every day you you learn some new aspect of wealth creation some new strategy for wealth creation uh some do's of wealth creation some don'ts of wealth creation so the journey continues so you are you are always a learner in this field uh yeah so i was going through your amazon sales page of your book and you have mentioned something about uh water wheel model what uh, exactly is that water wheel model what do you mean by that see water wheel model actually explains the five dimensions i was talking about in the first part of the interview it almost in the beginning that there are dimensions of wealth creation it's not just investment but the investment has to be done in a proper manner so that proper manner are the five dimensions and i was thinking of creating it as a model so i created as a water me wheel model you can call it as a presto model you can call it as a pronto model 
But basically the concept is the five dimensions which you have to consider to create wealth. Hmm. What are these uh, uh, models or uh, these uh, uh, factors that one should be considering while they are on path of creating wealth? See, there are, see, one is the quality of investment. Where you are investing, what is the quality of that investment? How much potential it has to give you returns? Okay, the time which is there. How much are you doing it regularly? At what frequency you are doing it? So these are these types of uh, dimensions are there uh, when you when you when the uh, readers study the book or read the book they'll understand it a much better manner. Guys, make sure you pick his book, The Key. This book is already bestseller, and lot of people has already benefited by reading this book. I have linked up the. link to get this book on so notes of this episode at theinspiringtalk.com for us slash 06 that is theinspiringtalk.com for us slash 06 what do you think is uh, the mental condition or the environment that we live or what is that factor that's not letting people create wealth is that more of a uh, from the subconscious mind or that's the thought pattern that we have or what is it that is not allowing people to create wealth in their life see uh, when subconscious mind is of course one of the thing so there are two factors you can say one is the conditioning of the mind the other is ignorance uh, or the lack of knowledge about wealth creation so there are two things different my book is focused on uh, the knowledge part of it uh the conditioning part maybe i'll write a book on uh, means it is it is called prosperity consciousness or poverty consciousness so there are the two extremes of it which is the conditioning part of it but both are responsible for why people are not able to create wealth why many people are not able to create wealth so so prosperity consciousness person is the one who will always look and focus on creating wealth a poverty consciousness person will always focus on saving taxes for example mm. so these are different behaviors and it is not that any individual is 100% prosperity conscious or 100% poverty conscious again there is a mix of the two behavior or two conditioning in your mind mm. and the reason why this conditioning happens is right from the beginning we have been told that money doesn't grow on trees hmm. while actually they do <laughs> okay unless they unless they grew grew on trees you will not be able to create wealth hmm. so when you create wealth out of existing money that is without doing any extra physical labor <laughs> then you can say it is growing on trees so hmm. so that is the conditioning part so money doesn't grow on tree uh, businessmen are dishonest people those who save taxes are frauds and this type of conditionings we have been done by our society right from our childhood and that is what affects negatively when we are on our journey to wealth creation yeah i i see uh, as you just mentioned that uh, we 
each one of us have must heard maybe that could be from our uh, parents or any elder brother or sister or uh, neighbor or maybe teachers we we keep hearing you know they they are saying that yeah money doesn't grow on tree making money is hard and we cannot make money uh, being rich is not for us so when we are coming from this environment and this conditioning or this priming are there any way that you may like to share or any examples that comes to your mind that you can shred out of this kind of priming and conditioning and you can take on the next uh, step or you can step out of this conditioning and start a uh, let's say new uh, kind of mindset that you can install and believe that yes whatever my circumstances has been how poor my parents has been or whatever people might have been you know telling me about creating wealth it is possible for me to create wealth how can one install that kind of mindset see uh, i suggested uh, this book called uh, power of subconscious mind there is another very powerful book called uh, think and grow rich which is by napoleon hill napoleon hill mm. okay these two books if you read and you make your own notes so when you read you will get several thoughts so several things will come to your mind just make a diary of what thoughts came to your mind when you are reading the book and just meditate on those thoughts for 5 minutes 10 minutes whatever you can do you will i can guarantee you you will come out of uh, uh, all the blockages which are there which are on the journey of wealth creation which you are facing they will all be uh, dissolved so so that is what you should do basically meditation in short is what you have to do to to change the conditioning of your mind now though let me tell you this is not the topic of my book because if you expect that uh, uh, i will uh, cover meditation it is not covered it is <laughs> it is the it is the knowledge of finance which is the part of my book guys i'm enjoying this conversation with manoj srivastava and i hope you are too now it's time for enlightening round but before that here's a small request for you if you love this episode of the inspiring talk and you love listening to other episode of the inspiring talk podcast make sure you subscribe on your itunes or play music and also leave a review and let me know and let manoj know what you think about this episode So Manoj I'm super excited about enlightening round are you excited Yeah I am excited let's go ahead let's do this I love that energy when my guests are as excited as I am about the enlightening round So there are things that inspires us to do whatever we are doing in our life uh so what is it that inspires you to do uh, everything that you are doing books you are writing uh, programs that you are uh, offering to people Uh, why what what is that thing that inspires you or what is it that's burning inside you that makes you do this all uh, work that you are doing on see there are there are two factors which uh, are related most people consider they are not related but they are related and they are uh, very uh, motivating for me one of course is money uh, you all know my book itself is on wealth creation so i have to love money to to write a book on wealth creation 
the other is benefiting others. So they are all related in the sense that as long as people are not benefited, people are not getting value for their money, they are not going to give you money. So my seminars, my workshops, people will come only when there is value. So, so I have to give them benefit, I have to give them value and I have to get money. So they are two related things. I get very excited when I see an audience of 300 people sitting in front of me. So, so that excites me. And of course, I get very excited when I see my bank balance. So, so these are the two things which excite me. Uh, yeah, being able to impact in people's life is something that inspires a lot of people. And uh, that's what I love about being able to inspire people and help them achieve what we have already achieved, you know, when we can show them or tell them the way that we have already come uh, across and we have already crossed that stage and helping those people to come to the level where we are is one of the best thing that we can uh, do to people who are uh, aspiring to be at the level that we are at the moment. And there are always going to be people like that. They need our help. They need our support. And they want to walk the same path that we have come through. Uh, so I love that. You know, most of my guests say that when uh, I get opportunity to inspire people, when I when people come back to me and say, uh, thank you very much that you have inspired me uh, so that I have achieved this thing. And that is one uh, inspiration for people doing uh, things. And for me as well, when I... When people uh, send me messages or emails and when say that, when I have listened to that particular episode and I really loved what your guest said and I, I, I'm uh, really looking forward to next episode, that inspires me to keep uh, producing this podcast. Same, same here, Vijay. Whenever people give me feedback on my book, on Amazon when they give feedback, on Goodreads when they give feedback, on Facebook when they give feedback, or they meet me and tell me that because after reading the book, I was able to make this investment, which I was not doing for the last five years. My parents were telling me to make this investment and I was not doing it. But after reading your book, I immediately called my father and told that, yes, Papa, let us do this investment. I feel very happy. I feel very delighted by hearing these words. Yeah, they always inspire us. So... um a lot of successful people, just like you, have their daily habits that help them in doing what they are able to do in their life uh, to achieve the level of success that they have achieved. So what is that one habit? Let's say if you have to say that I have whatever I have achieved in my life is just because of this one habit, then what would that one habit be? See, I have achieved everything in life because of two things. One is asking questions. So either to yourself or to experts or to teachers or to guides or to mentors. So asking the questions because unless you ask questions, you will not get answers. So that is the first thing. And the second is to find answers of questions which come to my mind even if there is no one to give those answers. So I have been a continuous learner. I have been a continuous student in my life. And when we talk about Vastu, when we talk about astrology, when we talk about finance, when we talk about IT, which is my core profession, being a student 
is what is the need of the hour because the world is changing so fast the world is becoming so evolved that unless you also evolve along with it you will not reach where you should be reaching mm. so so these are the two habits i have always persistently followed right from the time when i uh, came to my senses you can say you have already written your book and uh, you have come along this path and this journey but in each one of our lives there are some book that we come across and they leave on us a bigger impact and uh, almost like you know they transform our lives so are there any book that has touched you and that you loved a lot or that moved you are there any book like that books like that uh, that you would like to share with my audience that uh, if they want to create wealth uh, apart from your book the key which book do you suggest that people should be reading if they are really serious about creating wealth see i'll be i'll be talking about books which are not related to finance but they will definitely help in creating more wealth one of them is power of the subconscious mind hmm. it will help you understand why a person is not able to make money why a pe- person is not able to create wealth or become rich the second is seven habits of highly effective people because whatever those seven habits are stephen covey has very beautifully explained they are equally applicable in this field of wealth creation okay and the third which is the most obvious choice is the rich dad poor dad book which is written from an american perspective but it is still something which can teach a lot of principles of wealth creation to you don't matter how far we might have come in our life or whatever the level of success we have achieved in our life there are few things that uh, still remains in our in corner of our heart or uh, somewhere around our thought that i could have done this thing better or i could have started this thing early or i could have done this thing differently so what are those three things that you would have done differently let's say uh, if you were just starting out on your career what are those three things see the, that is the whole uh, irony of things that i learned this whole art of wealth creation you can say if not 10 years later than what i should have at least 7 years later than what i should have if i had done it 7 years earlier if i had started my wealth creation journey 7 years earlier i would have taken a voluntary retirement today <laughs> means i don't need to work anymore but i because i did not do that that is why i am still working so if you want to retire at 45 if you want to retire at 40 then you have to start on this journey at 25 if you want to work up to 50 or 55 or 58 like most people do then you have the liberty to start this at the age of 32 35 38 40 
years of age. So that's what my experience is. So I should have started this at least seven years back. For whatever reasons, I was not able to start it or I was not having the knowledge to start it or the awareness to start it or the financial motivation. Hmm. Means I like calling myself as somebody who is a motivator of personal finance rather than a teacher of personal finance. So I'm more of a motivator that please do that. Please be serious about your life. You do not know what you can do. Uh, in my opinion, with my experience, I can say that all of us are born to be wealthy. If we do not become wealthy, then we are responsible for it. Not the circumstances, not our background, not our parents, not our environment, but we ourselves. So, so that is what I think that uh, seven years earlier, if I had done, uh, I would be in a different situation right now. Uh, now we are coming to an end of this interview and uh, this is last question for you. Uh, let's say you have lived all all the uh, ages that you want to live maybe let's say you uh, you have lived more than uh, 100 110 120 whatever the uh, you know age that you want to live and you have published as many books as you want to publish and you have delivered workshops and seminars and to millions and millions of people you have changed a lot of lives and you have made bigger impact in this world and you have achieved everything that you have ever dreamed about and now it's last day of your life you are sitting there and you are left with a pen and a paper what is that one message that you want to give out to people out there at that time or one one uh, if if there is only one message that you can give out to world through that pen and paper what would your message be i think i'll write that uh, you do not know what you can become so break free from all your limitations and thoughts and uh, you can achieve anything in your life so so you do not know what you can become. So that's what I'll write. You do not know what you can become. Guys, you do not know what you can become. Break free from all the chains that are holding you back. All the limiting thoughts that are coming to your mind. Everything that's stopping from you and achieving your dream. Come on, take that first step, take on that action and move forward because there are ideas you have already on your head. Now you just have to execute on them, find a way, meet to right people, learn from people out there, ask questions and take that action. That is very powerful. I love that message. That is very powerful. So before I say goodbye, if people want to learn more about you, and want to connect with you, how can they connect with you? See, I am available. I have a Facebook page called Author Manoj Srivastava. 
So that is the best way to connect. You can send a Facebook message also once you are, once you have liked that uh, page. I am on Twitter, Manojshri. I am, uh, I have a bookthekey.com website. I have a page Vastu Acharya Manoj. So there are two, two pages. You can say author Manoj Shivastav and Vastu Acharya Manoj. And of course, uh, once you have a copy of the book in your hands, you will get my email address also over there. Uh, so it is mshrivastava2005 at gmail.com. But the spelling, you will have to be very careful. So it's better you read it. Uh, from the book in the beginning I have given all these contact details so so I'll be delighted to uh, connect with you to interact with you to hear your views about the book to get your feedback about the book and I invite you to go to Amazon and see the reviews which other people have put on the book and uh, looking forward for more such interactions and it was a pleasure being here on inspiring talk talking to all of you guys thank you very much guys manoj is social guy he is everywhere you can find him on facebook you can find him on twitter you can find him on his website he is available everywhere make sure you connect with him and most importantly get your key that's his book the key to your finance the key to wealth creation the key to breakthrough and the key to start a new journey in your life thank you very much manoj i'm super excited and it was such an exciting conversation i love every bit of our conversation thank you very much for being on the show thank you vijay i also enjoyed it thoroughly and i hope my audience also enjoy it as much as we both have done there you have it guys if you got some inspiration if you learned something from this episode don't forget to share with your friends whom you know would benefit by visiting theinspiringtalk.com forward slash 06 there are some tweetables on the show notes make sure you tweet them by visiting theinspiringtalk.com forward slash 06 and don't forget to tag me at the red bj speaks on twitter and finally guys as mano said you don't know what you can become it's just a matter of consistent smaller daily actions if you take one right step at a time for next couple of years you will astound yourself with the progress and success so stop thinking too much don't wait for the perfect time because the perfect time is now Thank you for listening. I'll catch you in the next and now go out there and do something inspiring.